I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but growing up, the living room was the meeting place for adults to talk about whatever and whoever they wanted without the presence of kids. Now that I'm grown, I have created my own living room. Let's talk about it. What are you waiting for? A new episode starts now. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Room Podcast with, of course, Adrienne. Y'all, I am literally so happy today. And I know y'all probably like, girl, you say that every episode. But honestly, (laughs) truly, I'd be happy to do these episodes. Now, I ain't done one in a minute. But I'm back. And I just want to go ahead and put this out there. This episode is for the girls. This is not for the men. So y'all can go ahead, turn it off, have a seat. This is not your moment. This one is literally for the girls. And there is nobody else I would rather do this episode with than the one and only my sister in love, Kelly. Kelly, I am so happy to have you here with me tonight. I am so excited to do this episode. How are you? Good. I'm happy to be here. I am so happy to do this episode with her, y'all, because for those of you who do not know, um, my brother and my sister-in-law have been married forever. So (laughs) tonight's episode is definitely going to be one that I think there's nobody else I would want to have this conversation with, like, honestly and truly, because when you talk about the longevity of a relationship and when you talk about the ups and the downs the good and the bad and really just being intentional about something for me personally there is no other solid relationship that I can ever refer to or I ever think about other than you and my brothers like to see y'all where y'all are and just know not all of y'all's journey because nobody should know all of your business but to know enough you know, and and really be able to see where y'all are. Like, it just really makes me so happy. So I am so happy to really do this episode with you tonight. We're going to have some good conversation. It's going to get real. Like, this, y'all, ladies, listen listen to me. This is the episode that everybody, y'all been texting me about. Y'all been wanting me to give y'all advice. I can't give y'all advice on a real relationship. I'm going to be honest, because I'm just now getting in a relationship where I'm mature enough to really be headed to where they are. So I'm not the person to really give y'all that because I might tell y'all to go cut some tires depending on what day of the week it is. <laughs> if, we be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if we be honest. So what I did was, because I don't feel like I'm there to really give y'all the best advice, I brought somebody who could. So we're going to have a good time. Um, first and foremost, it, it, we can't do anything without, of course, talking about a, a living room memory. Now, typically speaking, I will ask, you know, my guests, like, what's your favorite living room memory that you ever had? But considering that it's Mother's Day weekend, I want to make this episode completely about women in general. Like, this is literally just going to be one for women. Um, I'm a mom. You're a mom. So far, um in your entire life that you could ever think about what is a favorite memory that you've shared with your own mom? Well, with my mom, well, when I was growing up, we had a small house, so we, we did everything in the living room. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we used to get together in the living room and do like these thousand piece puzzles and put them together in the living room. And that's, those are some of my favorite memories. I just mm-hmm. love puzzles and, things of that nature. And I even started doing it with my daughter, just mm-hmm. putting, sitting and putting like thousand piece puzzles together. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know about that one, Kelly. Thousand pieces. <laughs> yeah, you can get the big old pieces. jumbo pieces. You got to get the little small pieces. Take time and you got to think and, you know, mm-hmm. have patience. How long, how long something like that usually took y'all? Was that something that y'all like would do in one sitting or it was like a weekend project? Oh, no, it was like one sitting. Oh, girl. Yeah. Once you get the strategy together, you know, you get like the outside perimeter done. Then you just sit <laughs> Kelly, let me tell you something. Alani had uh, a puzzle from, I think it was Kane's, one of the fast food joints. And she come bringing it to me. And I, I think I gave it about a good solid five minutes. And I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I'm not fooling with this. I'm not messing with this puzzle. And it couldn't have been no more than about five pieces. I'm, I gave it like a minute a piece. And I said, nah, this ain't it. 
This ain't uh-huh. Let's let's color. <laughs> let's, let's do something else. Cause this is too much. A thousand piece puzzle. Yes. Wow. Okay. So you said that you do it now with your daughter. So that was gonna be my next question. What was what's your favorite memory so far that you've had as a mom? Well, my memory, my favorite memory with Imani, I actually wasn't there. Well, I was there for the memory. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. We listening. We, we, we listening. <laughs> so I was sick one day, like really, really sick. We were staying in an apartment in Hammond. I was like really sick. So sick. I think we left work early and it was storming. And I, she was just a baby, like mm-hmm. months old. And we went home and we got, we took our baths. We got out of bed. It had to be like four or five o'clock. Like it was early. I was feeling bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I woke up the next day. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So somehow she made it through. But how Mm-mm. I know what happened is because um, my husband actually, he came home from work and I seen the picture that he had took. Like I was knocked out in the bed mm-hmm. and she was sort of like some kind of way on top of me sleep. Mm-mm. Now she was yeah. spinning for herself. Girl, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I just, I, for some reason, I love that picture mm-hmm. because I feel like she was kind of like, she knew I was feeling bad. So she was mm-hmm. like kind of laying on me and she fell asleep with me. Mm-hmm. And she made it work. She yes. made it work. Because Alani's disrespectful. Alani's not going to do that. <laughs> Alani's not going to do that. As a matter of fact, Kelly, a couple weeks ago, um, I want to say, I said a couple weeks ago, but maybe like a month and a half ago, we went to go visit Carlissa. And her baby had a stomach bug that she eventually caught. So while we were there, he was already in the room sick, but she actively got sick. So I was like, well, let me hurry up and leave because I don't want them problems. So like a week goes by, like the whole week, like, you know, I'm good. I don't have no symptoms. All of a sudden, Alani gets sick, right? So I'm taking care of her while she's sick. Lo and behold, of course, I got sick like 24 hours later. When I tell you Alani didn't have a care in the world about me, <laughs> I thought I was literally knocking on death's door and she hadn't got her energy back because it was like one of those 24-hour bugs. She hadn't yeah. got her energy back. She running around the house, got toys from here to Africa, ain't checked on me not one time. <laughs> I'm throwing up. I'm between throwing up and going to the restroom, can't eat nothing, can't sleep. Alani ain't even know I existed. I say, see, it be your own children. Yeah, that must have been going around. Imani just had that Friday. Man, I tell you what, I don't wish it. Well, I don't know. I might wish it on my wedding. <laughs> it may have a few people but, we look, can think of. I, I have a few people I could put put their names in the bucket. But no, for real though, Kelly, I have never had it before. And like growing up, like you, I've never had that until then. And then I never had the flu before until last year. And those are two things. If I never had them again in my life, I promise you I will not complain because I felt so bad. I was like, what yeah. the heck? But no, um, and it's crazy because talking and speaking of memories, last night I was literally like kind of prepping for the episode and kind of trying to get myself together. I think it's the Sagittarius in me where it's like I like for the conversations on the podcast to always be really authentic and really, you know, not scripted yeah. too much. But I also want to be organized, right? Right. But when I was laying there thinking about like favorite memories, because I was going to share one of my favorite memories with Alani, aside from her letting me die. was a memory I had with you and you probably won't remember this I don't know why I'm like so particular about remembering like the smallest details of events but I remember when you and Carson first started dating and you came by the house one night and he was doing something I think he was like y'all were getting ready to go out on a date or something I don't remember what he you were waiting on him because y'all were leaving out and do you know those toys where you can like, they give them to you when you're trying to learn how to write. I don't know why my overgrown self still had one. You'll <laughs> write something and then you can like slide it at the bottom to delete it and make it. Oh, away. yeah. I had that. And you, Carson was getting dressed and I was in the room with you and I was writing and I was trying to, I was asking you, I was like, which way you think look better? Which handwriting you think look better? This one or that one? And I would erase it and do it again. And this, this, that very moment, I will never forget the way you made me feel, which leads to my point. Um, You were so genuine 
in that moment because if it had been me I would have been like, if you don't come get your aggravating little sister from by me, <laughs> getting on my nerves, asking me these 50, 11 questions, but you were so patient and you were so genuine in that moment. And, and I don't know, like ever since then, I can literally say nothing about you has ever changed. So just thinking about memories, like that's the one memory I do have with you that I often think about sometimes for whatever weird reason, because I just be thinking about random stuff. Um, but I was thinking about that last night and I was like, why was she entertaining me? Why she didn't tell me leave oh. her alone? Why she just didn't tell me leave her alone? I think that was the same night that uh, we realized we had the same birthday too. So I was like, yep, see, I know I liked her for a reason. I knew it. I knew it. But, um, aside from that, um, let's talk about it. Trending topics. I sent you a video earlier this week. I don't know if you got to watch it. Did you ever get to watch that video? Yes, I did. Interesting. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk. <laughs> let's talk about it. So, for those of you on the outside of this conversation, because I forgot y'all was there for a second. Earlier this week, I shared with my sister-in-law a video uh, of a YouTube creator by the name of Anton Daniels. Now, I know this man, and the only reason why I know this man is because my man loves to watch his YouTube videos and blast it on a hundred volume while he talks about the most stupidest stuff in the entire world. Him and Charleston White, he listens to them all the time. Oh, my goodness. And it pisses me off to a whole nother level of being pissed off because they get on my nerves. Um, but for those of you, for those of you who don't know, Anton Daniels recently posted a video um, along the lines of elaborating and giving his spiel on never dating a single mother. Um, if it wasn't for the the idea and the effect of copyright infringement, I would have played the audio, but I do not want no problems with nobody on no kind of level because I'm trying to make it there. Um, so on your free time, go listen to Anton Daniels feel about never dating a single mother. But he said something, Kelly, that really, the, I want to say first, for me personally, the whole video was absolutely disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting to me as a single mom, yeah. for one. And just the idea of being a woman and hearing a man speak and degrade women in the manner that he did. Right. Um, and I just don't, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. There was so much that he said that I didn't agree with. But the most important part for me was the idea of him saying dating a single woman will always be like a burden and and the idea that a man another man can't father someone else's child and I was thinking to myself okay what if it was reversed right you know what if it was reversed so I would love to know what you thought about the video initially whenever you first watched it well, I thought it was stupid. I, I thought his points were, were dumb, if mm -hmm. I was just speak my mind, because <laughs> my dad married a single mother of two kids. Mm -hmm. And so if that wouldn't happen, it's a possibility that I wouldn't even be here. Right. So mm -hmm. I think it's stupid. And I think a man can absolutely love another woman's children just like his own because I've seen it done. I grew up with it. We got the same awards. We got the same whoopers. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> so, tell me about it. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's dumb. Now, if that's your preference not to date someone with kids, mm -hmm. then that's your preference. But don't go in stating it like it's, it's facts or that this is, you know, shouldn't be done and telling people not to do it. Mm -hmm. If you can find somebody that, you know, that even though they, whether they have kids or not, you know, mm -hmm. you got to take the whole package. You do. It's a package you, deal. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> and, and I, I was so pissed off, Kelly. And this is something that I never do because I never feel like, I, I don't know, but he made me mad. I commented on his video because he pissed <laughs> me off real, real bad. And I don't know if he read it, but I hope he did. And I said, your mother never loves you. And it truly shows <laughs> because if you had any kind of respect for women at all, and right. you have a wife, you know what I'm saying? So maybe, maybe you know, you were lucky enough to meet your wife and then y'all went and made y'all own little gremlins amongst each other. And that's fine. That is right. perfect. But you can't negate or take away from other women 
who had a child before a relationship and make it seem like she's wearing a scarlet letter because it's right. a lot of men walking around here with kids and they ain't doing nothing they, they absolutely nothing no care no, in the world no no care in the world they're not even trying to provide a, a sense of stability or anything so you're not gonna sit up here and, and have this persona or this idea like it's an issue to you know to come into a relationship with children because like you said like in your situation your father married your mom with you know two other kids my daddy married my mama with four other kids so I guess in his book my mama gonna be in the pits of hell because <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like I think it I think for me personally it takes a real man to step up to the plate and to take care of not only his kids but somebody else's too you know and we never want to negate from that and I never want you know single moms if y'all do go listen to the video or even if y'all been in a situation where you know you feel like you can't be in a healthy relationship or you don't deserve healthy love because you are a single mom no you deserve it even more because you are and because you choose to make the right decisions by yourself and you know by your child to to do what's best but no he definitely pissed me off he he made me mad mad I should have reported his video yeah, because you can't categorize everybody into that. Now, are there some women out there that's like that? Probably so. But there are also mm-hmm. some men out there that wouldn't care about the kid and just want to come get what he wants and, and mm-hmm. leave and not take care of the kids. But that's up to the women to stand up and say, you know what? You can't have me and not accept my kids or not do for my kids or whatever. Because Sophie ain't going to play that. No, it ain't. I know I ain't. <laughs> I know they ain't. Look, let me tell you something. You could you could even not like me sometimes, but you're going to always accept my kid. Because nine yeah. times out of ten, I'm probably not going to like you sometimes, too. But you, and I think that's another thing, too, which is just kind of like a merger off of that, is a lot of times, I think women, they'll get in relationships. Let me just say from certain experiences and things that I've heard. Women will get in relationships and sometimes shrink themselves because Mm -hmm. they want something, you know, or or they want the idea of being with someone or they want the idea or they want something to go the right way. So they'll shrink themselves and they'll maybe minimize who they are, including the parent in them. And you can't do that. You can't minimize yourself for the benefit of somebody else, regardless if it's a relationship intimately or not intimately you can never shrink yourself to make somebody else happy right you know so no i thought that was uh that was definitely when i tell you my blood was boiling when he sent me that i called him so fast because uh my boyfriend (laughs) shared it with me i called him so fast i said don't you ever and he said before you get started i already know we on the same page because he likes to send me stuff and then we'll have a Socratic seminar about it going back and forth with each other. So I was like, don't you ever send me something. And he's like, no, we on the same team. But it really just amazed me to hear like, it's really some men out there who think that. Who really That's crazy. think. That's crazy to me. That's so crazy to me. That's <clears throat> real crazy. But um, aside further ado, man, I just want to go ahead and get to it. Sustaining a healthy relationship. Um, for those of you who tuned in, this is actually a part two, um, to this topic because I wanted to create a conversation where it wasn't just one sided. It wasn't just um, because the last on the first part y'all got more of a man's perspective I didn't really say too much because I'm working on being submissive and I'm working on you know listening and and not being heard so much so I let him have his moment I let I let him represent the men in part one but part two is specifically for the women this ain't even got nothing to do with y'all because I want to help my sisters out um I have a lot of friends that are single um, and I know a lot of associates and just even what you see sometimes on social media and just the world itself is like the dating pool is trash. It's horrible. It's trash. Everybody wants to be in a relationship. Relationships are toxic. It's just disgusting. So I said, you know what? Bring somebody in with a whole lot of experience of a relationship. Um, 
So that's what we're talking about, y'all. For the next 30 to 45 minutes or however long this conversation lasts, the key to sustaining a healthy relationship. Um, in your opinion, what makes a relationship healthy? What has worked for you in your marriage? Well, prayer and patience. I'll tell everybody that first off. Mm-hmm. It takes gotta have God because without him, like nothing's gonna really work or last. So God, first and foremost, you got to have God, you got to have lots of prayer and you got to have patience with mm-hmm. each other and also with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we'll beat ourselves up over small things. So you got to have patience with each other and with yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to have trust, mutual respect. Like sometimes you just have to walk away before things blow up too much. Mm-hmm. Like I had to learn that. Like sometimes when I'm about to reach that level, mm-hmm. all right, time for me to be quiet, walk away, go put some earphones on or run on the treadmill, whatever I need to do to, I just got to go be by myself mm-hmm. and recoup. That's mm-hmm. when I, that's how I re-energize. You know, everybody got to find their outlet. Mm-hmm. What's your outlet? You know, what calms you down, gets you thinking back straight? Because when we get angry and we get frustrated, we don't think straight. Mm-hmm. So you got to walk away. You got to, you know, go in your zone, whatever that may be, whether it's music, crossword puzzles, thousand piece puzzles. Not the thousand piece puzzles. <laughs> Girl, but it came in there and kicked that puzzle. <laughs> you but whatever it is, you got to find that zone that you can, you know, get back to your peace because your peace, you got to protect your peace. Oh, yes, you do. You do at all costs. And, and and I will say this, adding on, I'm happy you said it. God is most important. And I'm going to be so honest, uh, jokes aside, that, that's been the main thing for me in my relationship. Um, and, you know, you and I had a conversation before about, you know, my current relationship. And I shared some stuff with you. Um, but that has been the main thing for me. And the importance, and I think it's so crazy because, For me specifically, I was raised in the church. So, of course, I always knew about God. You always hear the sermons. Um, There's the scriptures Mm -hmm. about, you know, a marriage and a man leaving his his mom and cleaving to his wife. And and you you hear all that stuff repetitively. And it's like, okay, whatever, but I'm just in a relationship. So maybe I'm not going to apply that right here. One thing that I have learned in this relationship and I'm so thankful for is for one, the idea and the presence of God being in that relationship and for two, knowing the intention behind it. Because mm-hmm. in my past, because I'm not going to speak for nobody else, but I think a lot of people will relate. Getting in a relationship for me in the past, I've gotten in the relationship, but I ain't had no intention when I got in it. I was in it to be in it, to say I was doing something and to take a cute picture every now and then. I never got in a relationship with true intention and I never got in a relationship with God. God, what I have never prayed for a partner before until this relationship. And I think that when you do implement God in your relationship, it's a big difference. It is. It's a major difference. It's I'm, it's many times that I wanted to kill Carson. Oh, I don't blame you. Then, <laughs> then I go to church and I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so literally God, you know, <sighs> stepped in and got my thoughts and my smart mouth and my attitude. And I had to bring myself all the way back down to earth. Girl, I probably would have helped you with the body. I ain't lying. On a bad day, I probably would have helped you with the body. Cause, cause what you mean? You got something smart to say, Carson? Cause what you mean? But no, for real though. Like when you let me tell you something, and and this is just I'm I'm about to be on a spill now. Listen, when you really, cause when you have God in your relationship, and, and they probably didn't turn the episode off by now, heathens, cause y'all don't want to hear about the Lord. You know, people don't want to hear about they God. They don't want to hear about the Lord, but it's so true, Kelly. Like I'm not even gonna cap. When you have God in your relationship, there is gonna be a certain part about you if you're serious about it, to where you are gonna have to humble yourself at certain times. You have to. 
you're gonna have to humble yourself so you're gonna go from wanting to be combative and wanting to prove your point to gaining that self-control and taking that walk like you said or, or doing that puzzle that you know finna take all night so you don't have to argue <laughs> like when you really when you implement that like it makes a huge difference so I completely agree with that and another thing that I think is super important for a relationship is the communication yes the yes, that's the next step. After you calm down and you got yourself together, then you have to go back and you have to talk. Mm-hmm. You have to finish it out because mm-hmm. if not, then you're going to be whole oh, You may not say nothing, but you're going to be angry. You're going to have attitudes and it's just not going to be a peaceful home. So mm-hmm. once you do calm down, you got to go back and say, you know what? All right. All right. Let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Let's work this out. Mm-hmm. You know, just just do what I say and everything could be cool is how I feel like. <laughs> right. Cause cause this cause what you mean? You you want you saw it you saw it another way. <laughs> right. There's no other way. My way is <laughs> right. But for real though, you just you gotta go back and you gotta have that conversation, come to a mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> even thinking about communication, and I promise I just thought about this in the shower. Um <clears throat> when communication and intention comes together because you have to have one thing that I realized is you have to be willing to have uncomfortable conversations with your partner before you have to have those uncomfortable conversations like those uncomfortable conversations have to be voluntary because if you voluntarily do stuff or have conversations about things that may be uncomfortable for you when 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 the crap hit the fan you Mm -hmm. gonna be prepared for how to communicate that and how to work through that because like you said you can't just sweep it under the rug and act like okay no you know it didn't happen or we're not gonna worry about that because you're never gonna grow you know you're never gonna grow you're gonna be mad it's gonna be in the back of your head and then the next time it happened the first thing you're gonna bring up is what they did before instead of what they did in that moment you know so you have to have that clear communication and communicating it is not easy not for me not for a Sagittarius now it's not about I don't want to talk about feelings and get Mm -mm. I don't want to do that I don't have time for that (laughs) because why right right because because I had to learn that though no it's listen and I my partner he is a Virgo so they are always emotional and they are always wanting to understand and communicate and at first I was like this ain't gonna work Lord this this is not the person that you put but then I was like you know what maybe you're trying to teach me something maybe you are trying to you know calm me down a little bit and bring me to that thing but honestly and truly jokes aside y'all if y'all want to know what's really going to help your relationship and this is any kind of relationship not taking take out the the intimacy of it or the partner of it but i know a lot of y'all looking for a man so i'm just trying to help y'all um you got to be able to communicate and not only communicate with somebody else but you got to communicate with yourself and you have to be honest with yourself so if you know you got some stuff that ain't right don't even try to get in a relationship right and you gotta love yourself because if you you gotta love yourself first because if you're looking for love in somebody else you're never gonna find it. Mm-mm. You gotta love yourself first and then you can love somebody else. And like you said, it doesn't doesn't have to necessarily mean a mate or boyfriend or husband or whatever. It could be a family member, a friend, mm-hmm. whatever. You gotta love yourself first because. That's just it. I don't know what else to say on that. No, ain't nothing else to say on that. Because there's a lot of people walking around here who they'll go from relationship to relationship and nothing ever changes. And then it's because either they don't love themselves, they're afraid of being alone. So they just being with somebody. But most importantly, nine times out of ten is because you never really learn how to love yourself. So if you can't love yourself appropriately, how do you expect somebody else to love you? You cause right. and one thing I often go by and one thing I always say is we teach people how to treat us. Exactly. So what you allow and what you put out there and what you make okay, somebody gonna see that and pick it up and be like, Well shoot, what you mean you want me to respect you and you don't respect you? You know what I'm saying? Right. So you definitely have to love yourself first. And I saw um I was watching Shrek Girl with Alani, and it's so crazy how like these movies at the time, because Shrek is a classic. Everybody's seen Shrek. You yeah. you just watch me. You'd be like, oh, my God, he's so ugly. What they doing? Um, but Alani being Alani, she don't care about my feelings. So I have to watch whatever she want to watch, whenever she want to watch it. 
And I actually found myself so interested in the part two of Shrek because it was like, if you really watch it as an adult, it's a deeper message behind it that you kind of understand. And um, it was on the part where the fairy godmother had like uh, changed him from uh, an ogre. Well, no, he drank a potion that changed him from the ogre to like this handsome man or whatever. And she was like, well, what are you willing to do to keep your happy ever after? And Mm -hmm. I think that it stuck out to me for this purpose of relationship, because when you're in a relationship, at times you're going to have to maybe compromise. And that's a word aside from communication that people do not like to talk about. What has compromising looked like for you and how have you been able to be the best partner when it comes to compromise? And a lot of people, when they think of compromise, they think about settling. Mm -hmm. But, um, and that's the way I thought of it for a while. I'm like, why? Why I always have to settle? Why I always have to settle for this? Why I always settle for that? Mm-hmm. But you got to think about what's best for the family and the future of the family. What are you building towards? Mm-hmm. And so you come together and you you know talk about that and the best path forward to reach that goal. Mm-hmm. Even though I may want to go out and you know I want a Mercedes Benz and I want to go buy it right now, that may not be the best decision. So I have to compromise and say, you know what, let's get this now, and then when we, you know, when we get here, we'll be able to get that Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's about you know working towards a solid goal or future or whatever the plans may be for your particular family or situation. So mm-hmm. don't think of it as like settling think of it as I'm working towards something bigger Mm. I may not be able to get this dress now but I'll be able to buy me a whole wardrobe in a minute period (laughs) that part I'm going to get all the purses I might not be able to get this one but at some point I'm gonna get all the purses um I think that that that's a great point because you know like you said when people think of compromise oftentimes it does sound like dang I'm gonna settle for something or dang I'm gonna I'm going to not get what I want. And you can't look at it that way. You have to think about the bigger picture. And another thing, and this is crazy because I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine. I think that was yesterday or the day before yesterday. Um, And I ain't going to put too much of your business out here, girl, because I know you be listening to this podcast. But anyway, (laughs) um, she was having a situation and she was asking me, like, what you think about this? Like, what you what you think? And I told her straight up. I was like, listen, you know me. We've been friends long enough. Oh, me would have definitely told you let's go put on our all black let's do what we got to do because no I said but new me I'm gonna tell you a different perspective because one thing about relationships they are not perfect they are are not perfect no matter how long you've been together where it's whether it's a year or it's 20 years if you talk to any couple and I used to watch black love I don't know if you've ever seen that show before but it is an amazing show, girl. I love to watch that show. It was a bunch of couples, married couples, that would just sit down and they would talk about their experiences. There were people on there who were married from six months to like 30 years. And nobody ever said it was perfect. No relationship is perfect. The only thing about it is, what are you willing to do to keep this relationship going? Do you want to keep this relationship? So, and I was telling my friend that I was like, you have to be, you know, if you're serious about this, you have to weigh your pros and cons. You have to figure out, okay, if being in this relationship, I know it's not going to be perfect. I know it's not going to come with everything I want. And I can say a lot of us women, um, when we're single and we're looking for something, we, we got this list. Everybody talk about the list that they make and what they want and what they expect. But y'all, what we don't realize sometimes is men got a list too. So if you bring your list and he bring his list and y'all focused on the list, who gonna compromise something? Who Who's gonna be? And I'm not saying that you you disregard what you want. But you have to be willing to accept the fact that nobody is perfect. You, you're you not going to get everything you want on just because that's what you put on paper. So I think that's right. another thing, too. Like, when you think about what are you willing to do to keep your relationship, you're going to definitely have to compromise. And you're definitely just going to have to think about, okay, is this something I want to fight for? Or is it something I'm not worried about? Because if it's something you're not worried about, then y'all shouldn't have been together in the first place. Right. 
Right. Because I, just get rid of the list, first of all. Yeah, throw the <laughs> just, list away. <laughs> just, just throw the whole list away. I mean, you can, you can, I don't know. You, I mean, of course, we all have certain things that we'll be like, okay, no, absolutely not. And okay, yeah, that's perfect. And and you got some things we were like, okay, I can work with that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what you got to go by. Mm-hmm. What can you work with? What is a absolutely, absolutely not? Mm-hmm. And forget about the perfect. <laughs> and you know what, Kelly? I swear you read my mind because sometimes people go in relationships with deal breakers. And hear me out. Hear me out. I promise. I don't like deal breakers. I don't like when people say, oh, I got a deal breaker. Because what it says, to, well, let me say this. My man knew not to tell me he had a deal breaker. I told him that from the start. I don't want to hear nothing about your <laughs> deal breakers. Because what that says to me is, if you come to me personally, y'all, because y'all, I don't want to speak for y'all, but if you come to me and telling me what your deal breaker is, you're not even giving me a chance to see if I'm going to do that or not because you're projecting something on me based on your past experience. Now, what I am okay with are you telling me your expectations and what you want out of this relationship? But don't yeah. come at me throwing no book at me saying, oh, this is a, this a bunch of deal breakers because for one, I'm not going to read it. But two, I'm <laughs> definitely going to throw it back at you and I hope it knock you out because why is you telling me this ahead of time? Um, but no, I completely agree with that. You're not going to get nothing perfect. It's okay to have your standards, but yeah, I'll be for real. Write down a list because what's your list look like for yourself? Cause I know my list was nowhere near realistic. Let me just be honest. It, it I never made no a list. list. You never had a list, Kelly. I never made a list. Not gonna lie, don't judge me when I'm about to say. Okay, I'm trying not to. I wouldn't date a dude that had kids <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted all the attention. <laughs> you know what, Anton Daniels get. <laughs> I said, don't judge me. Get, get out, get out. Let me tell you something. I ain't gonna lie. Before I had a kid, I wasn't date nobody that had no kids either. But I was, I was young. Out there. I was no. young. I was spoiled, and I wanted all the attention. No, but see, no, it's okay because we're not telling nobody else to do. We just saying what we want. Exactly. Do. We saying now, what my we friends say to do for kids. I didn't tell them nothing. Like if he treats you right, do your thing. Oh my god! But that was just for me. <laughs> so you, so you telling me? So when you and Carson met, you had no list at all. I didn't. I didn't have a list. Now I know why you ended up with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> now oh it makes goodness. sense. Now I know why you got. Because for the longest, I was really asking myself, how did he end up with her? What? What was it about? What was it about him? No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, that's crazy. I don't know. Let me see. I didn't have... I don't know if I necessarily had a list, per se, because some people be serious about it. Like, they really be serious about making a list and this and that. I think I just had very strong no's. Like, yeah. very, very, very strong no's. But then I realized some of my no's was like, okay, I don't want him to do it, but I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, girl, you got to be for real. You can't you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't be like that. Um, so if y'all out there with Liz, y'all might want to get rid of this. She been married forever, so y'all got to listen to it. She she said get rid of the list, so y'all might want to get, get rid, rid of the, the list. <laughs> and not going to lie, this is the honest truth. Like, you'll never know what you will take until, you, until you're in that situation. Because mm-hmm. you'll say, oh, I never take nobody doing this. I never take nobody doing mm-hmm. this. But then when you get in that situation, you're like, okay, I forgive you. Yep. I'm, I'm, you know what? You did what? I didn't even see you cheat on me three times in a row. I am so sorry. I had no idea you did that. No, that's serious. That I just told you earlier. I didn't think I would be dating nobody older than me and look at me. Look at where right. I'm like. <laughs> so you can say, you can make your list and say, I never do this. I never take this. But until you in it, that's why I never give nobody advice to tell them I would just give them advice on you know how to handle situation but I never tell nobody to leave their spouse or stay with their spouse I never give that kind of advice think about it you know 
your situation, you know your feelings. I, I, I can't jump into your heart, into mm-hmm. your mind, mm-hmm. right? So I can tell you to leave, and then you you miserable without them mm-hmm. once you leave. And I can tell you to stay, and then you getting beat up or, or whatever up. the case may be. You know, I may be exaggerating a little bit, but you know, my, you get the point. <laughs> so I don't tell nobody whether to leave or stay because you have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too, Kelly, in relationships that I don't think um, a lot of people are ready to talk about or putting people in your business to a certain degree. Y'all cannot be putting people, if you want your relationship to last, if you want a healthy relationship, the old people got a saying, what goes on in this house stays in this house. This is not for the streets to know. And no. I will say, and that's how I know I'm growing, girl. I know I'm growing. That, <laughs> that listen, that is something that before, in the past, in my first marriage, Kelly, Every time I got pissed off, the group message finna know. The group message is about to know. And part of that was because, I don't know, maybe that was just my way of channeling my my hurt or my pain or my frustration. But looking back now, um, it's much better and it's way more peaceful when I have a disagreement with my person and I don't feel like I need to go run and tell somebody this. Because at the end of the day, nine times out of ten, you're going to forgive your person. You're going to forgive them. You're going to be and told everybody your business. It's going to be out there in the streets of Facebook and everywhere else. And then you're stuck with having to still deal with this real life situation. So we have to get in the mindset and the idea of not, even though it may come off as venting, don't tell everybody all your business when it comes to your relationship. Because if you tell everybody everything, what do you have left for yourself? You know what I'm saying? And besides that, like, you telling people something. Now, they don't like this person. Mm-hmm. But now you got to bring them around again because y'all got back together. But they still mm-hmm. don't like them. So now you got this awkward situation. Awkward. He can't eat at the barbecue because you told him, you told everybody he pushed you down the stairs. That was not the yeah. biggest business to know. And y'all, right. I want y'all to think we make light of domestic violence, which is, we're oh, not. Oh, yeah, we don't. We're Absolutely not. not. But we want y'all to really get the point. Like, right. you can't, you can't, and that's something that I know for a fact, like, I would be open and honest about it I had it so bad like even after my first marriage when I had my divorce and I was dating I still would do it like somebody would piss me off you going in the group chat we finna talk about you but it took me growing up and I also think being with the real man (laughs) period (laughs) to to be like you know what I don't want to tell nobody my business I want to have a conversation with you I want to talk about this I want to cuss you out and I want you to know how you made me feel. I don't want to have to go tell nobody else. So you got to work on that. And that goes back to the communication part of it. If you cannot communicate with your partner, you that's look, you don't even need to be listening to the episode. If you can't communicate effectively, this ain't even for you. You got to go somewhere else because I ain't got that kind of advice. I don't know what to tell you. You can't (laughs) communicate. I just don't. I ain't no book for that one. I was watching um a show on Netflix and the lady said something to me. Not to me. I said she said it to me, child. She said it to everybody, <laughs> but I felt like she was speaking to me. Um, she said, For years you are something to one another, everything, and then suddenly you're nothing. In your opinion, how do you think couples can avoid getting to that place? Because it does happen. One day you be in love and then y'all break up and you look at a picture and be like, what the heck was I think? Why was I ever with you? I really hate you. But to not get to that place and you think of keeping the relationship in a good spot, how do you think people can avoid that? Well, for one, we got to realize that people grow, they evolve, they change. I'm Mm -hmm. not the same person I was 20 years ago, you know, so Mm -hmm. we have to realize, okay, this he's changing, I'm changing. So we have to go back to dating. Mm -hmm. We always have to go back to dating again and -hmm. getting to know each other because, you know, after 30 Mm -hmm. totally different people after kids, Mm -hmm. you're another person, Mm -hmm. you know, so after 40 another person 50 another person so you have to keep dating and getting to know each other and spending that quality time together and be interested and wanting to know you know mm-hmm. what are your thoughts and what are your feelings what are your likes because your likes and your dislikes change mm-hmm. you know everything changes about you so you have to keep dating you and gotta keep the spark 
No, that's for real. Because let me tell you, I see a lot of older couples that be so uninterested in each other. And I just be like, you know what? I don't want to be like that. Like, you you do. You have to date. You have to be open to that because people do change. I do. You have to date each other. And I would say personally, like, we try to do something because it's, listen, it's expensive in these streets. It's, 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 everything it is high. So you might have to get creative. You might have to do like a game night at home or something if you ain't got the budget. Or if you are, you know, y'all do have kids. You may have to get you, put the child, get a little melatonin, put them to bed early, do a nice little game of Uno or something. But I definitely agree with the idea of dating. But you have to want to stay interested. You have to yes. want to still want that because getting bored or changing or, or you know evolving is not a reason to just completely let go of your relationship or go get interested in something else you have to figure out okay is this still what I want because people do change I mean yeah. shoot, you you think about people who've been married 30 50 years you look at that every day yeah you can get bored you can get tired <laughs> So you got to do something to <laughs> keep it going. Can like, say you get bored. <laughs> you, do, you can't get bored. Like you, you people the bull. Like I know what you about to say. I know what you about to do. I know what you about to put on. I know where you about to go. <laughs> so you got to switch it up sometimes and or do something different. Be so pissed off because oh you getting ready to yawn again, huh? Uh, uh, you're tired. <laughs> oh, it's that time, huh? Okay. Oh, like, oh really? <laughs> you ordering the chicken again, right, girl? Like Carson will literally eat the same thing. And Manny be like, no, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you do. But that's a good thing too if you if you work it that way. Like mm-hmm. I know what he want to eat. I'm about to cook this up real quick. And he come home happy. Now y'all happy. Girl, be happy over some spaghetti. What? Yeah. What is you saying to me? I'm just saying, you know, if that's his favorite meal, um, if he may be having a bad day, he come home and see that spaghetti. <laughs> might put him in the good food. No. Dude, if I come home and the and the dishes is already washed and the clothes clean. Well, I'm gonna be the happiest person. So, sometimes a little small stuff like that will make a big difference. No, like you don't, you, people think you gotta go out and spend a million. You ain't gotta spend nothing. Mm-hmm. Have the clothes folded when I get home. What? I'm gonna be <laughs> your best friend all week. You ain't gotta ask me. Listen, I'm like, what you want? You want you want some spaghetti? <laughs> listen, you need me to bring you the remote. I turn the TV on for you at this point. No, right? Listen. <laughs> You have to do stuff like that. Like, and I think that's another thing, like Kelly, I'm not even gonna front. I think that's another thing too. Like so the power of social media is so unreal. And yeah. people put so much stuff out there and it makes it unrealistic for healthy relationships to thrive. Because right. you have people who and and my person says it best, they're putting these highlight reels of their life on there and they're selling out this persona and this fake expectation of what something is or could be. And you got women yeah. asking men who, who barely make $20 an hour to buy a Birkin bag. And you think that that's love because that's, that's what you see on social media. So that's what you're expecting. And that's not necessarily true. You have to really be invested in not what somebody can necessarily do for you, but the power of that relationship itself. So it it is the small stuff that makes sense. Cause for me, what you what you mean you you gonna cook dinner tonight? I am so happy. I am so listening. I'm very appreciative yeah. of something as simple as that. Or what you mean you finna get Alani and take her to the park for a little bit to give me a break? It's the small stuff that you have to be aware of with your partner, and you have to be able to reciprocate that because a lot of women and y'all look. I'm not bashing us women. We all in this together, but I'm gonna hold us accountable. We be expecting stuff, but don't be wanting to do it. Like you can't be yeah. expecting something unrealistic or putting all this energy on a man and then you're not doing your part or you're not balancing it out in the sense of helping my women we have to bring the same energy that we are expecting and we have to hold ourselves accountable too it's good to know each other's love language oh yes yes I sent that the first day because take this test right now (laughs) not just sending it the first day girl Kelly the first literally 
<laughs> no, you definitely have to take that test and you have to know how to speak to your partner because you could be loving somebody in the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Right. You could be buying gifts and all they want is a pat on the back. Don't nobody care about that if you're not really feeding into that person the way that they prefer to be fed into. Exactly. You're wasting time. And money. <laughs> definitely that part. Of, we ain't got no money to waste. I know I don't. I need some. Right. No, no, right. no. But no, I, I completely agree. Um, I mean, I think that for the most part, if y'all don't take nothing away from this episode, because this was a really fun episode, I think it's important to know women, it's okay to have your boundaries, have your expectations, but you have to be realistic. You, you always yeah. have to be realistic with anything that you do. Um, y'all probably really don't care about this right now because hot girl summer right around the corner, but let me tell you something. Cold girl winter gonna come and y'all gonna be talking about y'all need a boo and y'all wanna be bagged okay. up and you done been hot all summer. So you have to be realistic. You have to be intentional with stuff that you do because if you're not intentional, what makes you think anybody else is gonna be intentional with you? You know what I'm right. saying? And you can't you can't expect something and not be willing to give it. Um, and love yourself. If you don't love, love yourself, yourself, don't don't even be trying to get in a relationship bothering nobody, messing up nobody's peace. Because listen, people is crazy. They will kill you. It, for, literally for playing with them they will straight up kill you for playing with them um but no i definitely enjoyed this episode i am so happy kelly you are actually coming up what was may june two months y'all are celebrating y'all's 16 years it's gonna be 16 yeah, it's years 16. right it's yeah. see, see what i'm talking about uh-uh <laughs> negative <laughs> negative and, and you know it's so crazy because every year i text y'all and i'll be like happy anniversary because i love y'all i love y'all's love like oh my god it I never just, fails i love y'all's love and i swear y'all both be like dang it's been that long i'm like what y'all mean it's been that long but i don't feel bad because both of y'all do it so i'd be like you see this is what i'm talking about <laughs> this this at this point this is the kind of love that i'm aiming to have to where it's like dang we we didn't made it another year um, yeah, no girl. But no, and I know it can't be easy waking up to him every day because his face is just horrible. I just don't see how you do it. I really don't. All his face days. is adorable. It's everything else about him. <laughs> here, here, I'm gonna think she's gonna defend her man, and she came right back with an uppercut. <laughs> he do me. He do me the same thing. Oh my God, Carson gonna talk about us and roll his eyes in the same breath. Um, he can't do nothing with both of us. No, he definitely can't. He gonna he gonna have to give up at some point. Cause listen, listen, two Sagittarius and we gonna add him money too because she is Sagittarius. And she on a good day, we could probably get her money because she a Gemini. But it depends with her because it depends on who got the best offer. She gonna go with whoever offering her the most, depending on what day it is. Um. <laughs> But no, I really enjoyed doing this episode. Thank you so much for sitting down in the living room with me. Y'all, I hope we were able to share something with y'all to help y'all with sustaining a healthy relationship. If you ain't got nothing else out of this, just just listen. Love yourself first. Love yourself first. Yeah. Everything else is going to come. Keep God in the mix always. And until next time, peace. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. It's been real. Am I the only one to ever notice that some of the most profound conversations happen in the living room? I would like to welcome you on a journey with me, a journey with no judgment, rules, or real answers. If you're interested, be sure to check out all new episodes of the Living Room Podcast with Adrienne every Tuesday and Thursday. Bye for now.